All right, hello everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, The Awakening to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And my good friend Raven Many Voices is back with us today and we're talking about climbing the tree of life, healing the global grid of light. So we you know, we always have such a wonderful time with, with Raven. So I, I know we're going to again today and we're gonna talk a little bit about an experience. What is the global grid of light? Are you a star healer or earth healer for the light grid? We're going to learn how to access the tree of life for grounding to Mother Earth and awaken the ancient Earth beings. We're going to discover how to climb the tree of life to walk in the stars and help call the old star families home. And we're going to create a heart connection to the light grid to awaken your own light and help heal this planet, this world. So it sounds like a lot of fun. We're going to take live Q&A, of course, right? And then the guided meditation. And for those of you who don't know Raven, she's been on our show many, many, many times, always a wonderful guest, and we love having her, one of our favorites. Um, she's a well-known and gifted spiritual counselor, intuitive medium, and teacher. She's been providing spiritual guidance to people seeking wisdom for over 20 years, and her ability to access the many traditions and spiritual realms le led her to become a voice for spirit, incorporating healing modalities from around the world into an easy and accessible format for those exploring spiritual healing, spirit guides, and soul communication. She's highly attuned to both the Ascended Masters, Angelic Realms, as well as the Ancestors, or Spirits, in the service of healing ourselves, our community, and our planet. And she applies these teachings through writing, energetic and gemstone healing, spiritual counseling, online classes, and sacred ceremonies. So, you know, I mean, like, and I have to say, you know, Raven is one of those really gifted, intuitive healers who also, you know, not just healing, but like she's spot on with her knowing. Her intuitive knowing is spot on. She's so connected to her guides and your guides when you're talking to her. It's amazing. I love her and I think she's amazing. And I've worked with her many times before. And like I said, she's somebody that I would go to if I needed um, help in some way. So, you know, Raven, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Yay. <laughs> I love being here. I love being part of the community. Thank you so much for having me on. Of Yay. course, absolutely. So much fun. You, we always have so much fun. Oh my gosh. Yes, totally. And, you know, of course, they all have so much fun too, Spirit, as yeah. they know it's like a big party and we all get to hang out. Woohoo. <laughs> and this topic is from them. So usually, you know, yeah, sometimes I get to say, but not not a lot. Usually mm -hmm. it's them who decides who gets to come through and who wants to talk and stuff. But this was hot off the presses. It's really interesting as I've been kind of talking to a few other practitioners and stuff out there. Everybody's been coming very aware of this light grid and the reflection. And that's what I wanted to talk about because a lot of us, all of us, actually not a lot, all of us on the call today are healers. We're all healers. And we're kind of being called forward to come help to come help the light grid right now and bring some healing so you know regardless of where you are what you think you know or don't know or any of that it, it we are all part of this grid part of this light and just by being who you are you're helping with that healing so mother earth the stars above they're calling for our help right now which is really cool because that that's one of the things that i hear a lot is people feel like they're not can't do anything or they're not doing anything to heal what can they do to help the world mm -hmm. well this is something directly you can do to help so really excited to be here to share this topic today thank you laura Awesome. Thank you. And yeah, it's a great topic. And we're going to be taking live caller questions and doing a guided process meditation as well. So of course. 
Yeah. So some people may not even know what a tree of life is. Someone, you know, we're talking about climbing the tree of life. Some people may not even know what a tree of life is. Oh my gosh. Good, good starting point. So tree of life is really interesting because if you look in every indigenous culture around the world, all of them have the tree of life. Odin hung himself on the tree of life to gain wisdom. The Kabbalah is literally called the tree of life. Even in a lot of the Native Americans here, there's a lot of prophecies around the sacred hoop that is planted or around the sacred tree. The fruit is the children. We all gather the many colors, gather underneath the tree as we heal the hoop. So holy cow, everywhere you look, Celtic tree of life to even Aborigines have giant trees that they connect and climb up to the heavens or down below. So for over 20, close to 25 years now, I have been helping people uh, help heal their ancestors and always seeing this tree. Or if I was getting up into the star realm, I'm always climbing this tree. And one day I finally stood back and went, what's this tree I keep climbing? <laughs> and it's really interesting because again, if you go under the tree into the roots, that's your ancestry. The tree literally is the mother and father side. And what do we do to tell our ancestry? A family tree. Mm -hmm. So here's our family tree that branches out, makes all of our different cousins and uncles and aunts and all of us where we get down to us. But underneath the tree, the roots is where we came from. So it's really interesting. Here's this tree again and again and again. So it's it, shamanically, it's a vehicle. It's a way, a ladder to be able to ascend up into the heavens, into the upper realms to talk to those upper beings, or you can climb under the tree to get to your ancestry and the underworlds. So it's uh, shamanically been used for a very long time and mm -hmm. medicine or shamanic, again, multiple terms there, but just that way to get into those energies. Uh, it represents our ancestry family tree. It represents the upper realms and the stars because those branches touch all the way up into the heavens, giving us access to not only the angelic realm, the ascended master realm, but also the star nation realm, helping us get connected to our star families. The roots go deep down into Mother Earth. So ultimate grounding, connecting into the fairy realms, the ancestral realms, the animal and medicine helper realms there. And also the ancients, the old ones that fell asleep in the earth, which are waking up, but I'm going to talk about that. And then the tree itself is a way for you to be able to center yourself. So when you visualize a tree, that's you centering yourself with your chakras and being able to bring your soul part of you or higher yourself back to the physical you your body the tree and if blah 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 if all this is washing over your head scientists have just proven that trees actually hold hands they hold roots so a tree in the forest if it's feeling ill other trees will actually send nutrients through that root system to help their fellow tree isn't that amazing mm -hmm. and we're reflections of nature we are of nature and we tend to forget this sometimes but then then we see these things and go wow so all of you out there that are healing facing your dark side doing ancestral work connecting to your spirit guides you are affecting your tree because you are the tree and as you do that you are connected by roots to your neighbors your friends your family and by doing your work you are actually affecting their trees too so this is like 
huge is that the work that you're doing, that shadow work, that aha moment you get, even if you're just stewing in your stuff right now, that's still processing it. And as you do it, you are giving permission and helping and assisting someone else, another tree that needs that help today too. So this is huge because what do you think we all been doing for a year and a half? This was like forced vision quests. And I was on uh, last year uh, for um, or um, I was going to say Mother's Day, but uh, Mother Earth Day, Earth Day, and Mother Earth came through and talked about that, that all of her children kind of needed a collective time out to kind of come back, figure some stuff out, really review themselves, and really go into their heart and ask themselves, am I following my heart? Where do I want to go next? So that centering of the heart was us centering ourselves in the tree, coming back to ourselves. And then from that point where we get centered, then we start to kind of open our eyes and notice more. And that's this noticing is that not only are these beautiful guides here to help us above us and below us in the heavens and the earth, but also we start to realize there is a lot more going on than we when then we first saw. It's not just about your stuff you're struggling with. There is actually this beautiful web of light those mm -hmm. roots that connect us above and below absolutely so. wow great explanation i love it thank you <laughs> so now what about the global grid of light let's talk about that so once you it's again um two different ways of purchase and that's why i have it two different ways because it's really interesting there's either people that are going down deep into the roots and they're getting in the ancestry and they're going into a lot of what's coming up for a, a lot of us and why a lot of people in the community are being triggered because as people are dancing with their egos dancing with fear dancing with all this kind of stuff it's pulling a lot of stuff up to the surface it's like going in your closet and not only finding skeletons but having a good dance and maybe even rolling in the hay with them <laughs> people are having a lot of fun with their skeletons right now hmm. and it's okay that's part of a healing process is you have to bring it to the light when yeah. we bring what's hidden to the light that's called magic and that's why last year and this year has been magical now yeah, there's going to be a lot of people arguing with me. How is all this magical? Because magic is chaos and chaos is magic. So for those of you that are diving into that shadow part, looking at those different ooky parts of yourself and embracing and accepting it, mm -hmm. that you've got scars, you've got things that have happened, you have an ego, it's out of control, or you're being triggered by others. Again, you can't be have a button pushed in you unless you have something in you. <laughs> Think about that one. Uh, definitely, there's a lot of work going on so that would be in the underworld we're going down deep not only looking at our patterns but maybe looking at a pattern that's been perpetuated through the family an ancestral pattern that's a lot of some of this cleanup shadow work is realizing that some of us have been genetically carrying this from life to life or from family member to family member and we're recognizing and we have a choice to make do we want to continue this pattern or do we want to stop it transmute it transform it so when you're down there deep and you're doing all the shadow work something happens which is you finally start getting through all of it and then you realize you're not alone <laughs> you're not alone in that underground cave in yourself you've got eyeballs staring back at you and these are the old ancients they've been waiting for us as we've been listening to our heart and speaking that heart language also called light language we're starting to tap into the old language of the 
ancient ones. These are ancient beings that have always been here, but they fell asleep. They, they went to slumber for a while until humanity could wake back up and start listening to the heart. So those ancients are waking back up. Why is this important? The ancients and the energy is connected to a grid of light in the earth. I'll talk about the light grid above in a second, but there is a grid of, of light or energy in the earth. We also know this as ley lines or dragon lines. Now, any of you that knows me, I talk a lot about dragons and I work a lot with the ancient dragons quite a bit. That's the uh, thrumming, a humming sound, a buzzing in your ears, a pounding of your heart, a pressure, uh, a draw to go to natural areas where you just feel restless. You feel like a caged wolf. You got to get out. You got to go walk in the woods. You're feeling drawn to connect to natural methods, natural ways, uh, natural herbs, uh, a real call to the old ways. Uh, one of the biggest growing religions right now is Norse. Uh, Norse religions connecting back into Odin and Thor and all them because again, reflection of nature and back into the drumbeat of the ancient ways. The ancient ones are connected to that. They're waking up and they're calling to us. So some of us, when we go into meditation, into that shadow or into that void area, we're actually hearing that thrumming, the pounding of the drums, the old language, which is vocables that are coming out of us. It's it's thrumming through us. And, oh, I'm getting chills just talking about that. And that's those are the ancient ones. Mm -hmm. So that grid in the earth, that ley line, it's connected uh, like the trees, the root system to all trees, all nature. Our big pause we had last year was a huge healing jump to Mother Earth and it activated that grid all over the earth strongly as Mother Earth was healing those different parts, rivers and air and all kinds of stuff as we took a step back and actually pulled back for a little bit to help mother nature rebalance that light grid is continuing to rebalance but also is opening up for us to be part of it more deeply so that's the earth grid and through that grid you feel the the ley lines or the the crossover points when those grids kind of connect and cross over that stonehenge that mm -hmm. sacred places and a lot of those doors or portals are opening up so people are seeing a lot of fairy activity a lot of fairy greetings and a lot of these dragons that are in the sky making themselves known earthquakes and things as those ancient ones are turning over in their sleep and waking up so very very interesting time on the earth grid now if we climb up the tree then we get up to the upper branches we access the spiral of past lives the akashic records as a lot of people say mm -hmm. that's all up in those upper parts but when you get past that then you're getting into the angelic ascended master and star nation realms now we always think of the ancient ones as the deep slumbering ones in the earth the old dragons the manticores these old old creatures kraken that are asleep that are coming back up we've got lots of tales you look at the roman and greek mythos even in uh, norse mythology you've Midgard, you've got the Kraken, you've got these deep old ones that were deep in the earth. We need to realize that the old ones aren't just in the earth, they're out in the stars too. And one of the big ones that a lot of you maybe been picking up on is a vibration and energy that's coming way out deep in space and it's been approaching our planet since last year. This uh, being I channeled right at the beginning of the year is called Andromeda. So Andromeda is a galactic angel. It's huge and I'm really excited because we're starting to see some different leaders around the world actually uh, bringing through this teaching through what they're saying. Uh, uh, 
um, I forgot her name. Someone shout out if you know her. She's the girl that's been talking about healing the environment. She's been tapping into this energy. We also saw our president here in the United States with his lecture at the Lincoln Memorial channel this energy too, which is unity. The energy is unity. So Andromeda is really interesting. It's not male or female angel. It's androgynous, which is very interesting because it reflects a lot of the non-gender binary uh, children that are coming forward. Um, this energy is about unity and unity consciousness, and it's needed on the planet right now. It's also why we're seeing so much fear and division right now. It's always the darkest right before the dawn. So there's a lot of craziness right now as that old energy is dancing out as this new unity light energy is coming in. The reason why Adramana came is all of you. All of you that are doing light language and singing and hearing that vibration and praying and connecting to your star seeds and star energy, you awoken him and he could come back finally. Uh, Aborigines did a huge ceremony at the uh, last year, beginning of last year and the end of last year, reconnecting the song cord, the umbilical cord, which is located at Uluru in mm -hmm. Australia. It was there 10 years ago as they started that process. It was really beautiful to see that. And that is part of that connection and pulling back oh there it is Greta I knew someone knew who that was Greta Thurberg she's the gal from Sweden that's the environmentalist she's channeling in that unity consciousness too but Andromeda awoken with that umbilical cord as it got reconnected back in and is bringing that energy and is available for all of you I found that Andromeda really likes aqua aura crystals it's that kind of shiny rainbow kind of coating on on crystals I've been using those quite a bit in gridding to connect with that energy and it's phenomenal it helps you to really start to connect with the light grid so like the grid on the earth that's through the ancients to our ancestors and the ley lines in the earth this is mirrored above the earth like a grid or a net of light and a lot of people have reported this net of light around the earth it helps uh, protect us from other energies and beings that aren't appropriate for us on the earth it's been there for a really long time it's why you're not really seeing any more stuff about grays it's because that net of light was casted around the earth to protect us so they couldn't come and experiment on us anymore really grateful for that <laughs> but this grid of light is huge because it connects not only mother earth but it connects her to her brothers and sisters like again the roots so we got to think of the roots in the earth for our ancestors and connecting us around the earth that same kind of root mirror image is actually in the stars it connects mother earth to her sister and brother planets like saturn and venus and jupiter but also connects this uh galaxy to other galaxies around the whole entire universe it's just like mind-blowing to realize that what we see in a forest here is the same energy mirrored up in the heavens it's like it's just a huge mirror so it's like they say a tree as high as you see it and as wide as you see it is exactly the same as the roots underneath and if you look at the the root system in in the ground or those those branches up in the sky that's the same pattern within your lungs that when you're breathing in and out of air we keep seeing these mirror images everywhere so what does that mean for us it means that we have the ability to be able to access into those different systems if we share it if we mirror it then we become it so we can 
tap deep into our ancestors into that grid light system underneath our feet or we can climb the tree and access the stars and why is this important because every single indigenous culture around this planet talk about how we all come from the stars mm -hmm. you all have a star seed energy in you of a planet some of you are more attuned to it than others and that's why i kind of said are you more of an earth healer or a star healer we're actually both but we'll find that we naturally gravitate toward one or the other yeah i'll admit it i was more drawn to the earth at first it was easier to feel through my feet than it was to fly up in the stars other people feel the other way and tapping into the stars is important because just like Andromeda, there's star families out there that are waking up and they're calling their children you they're looking for their connection because those star people they seeded on mother earth a long time ago and you're the seed you're actually growing and blooming and it's time to wake up that light within you and that seed actually lives in your dna it lives actually in your energy so this is why vibrational healing is so powerful right now uh singing singing bowls tuning forks any of those mantras they literally activate like piano keys your dna within your body mm -hmm. and as those sing that light starts to shine within you and as you become that light remember you are light then you can walk out onto that grid around the earth or in the earth and you heal it so all the fear all the the craziness right now it's creating dim spots dark spots on this light grid and it's up to us being part of that grid to bring the light. So you literally walk out onto that grid with your heart, your love, and you brighten it back up. How beautiful, how easy. And it's always easy. We make it complicated. It's not that hard. And yeah. the cool thing is, is you have guides. You're not alone doing this. Like, what do I do? Do I touch the wrong one? Don't worry. You've got angels. You've got your star nation that wants to help you, but you also have fairies and animals and birds that are standing waiting. And your ancestors are like, howdy, I'm here to help. <laughs> they want to take you to those parts, not only within your own tree and your own self to heal yourself, but they can show you on the light grid where to heal. Mm -hmm. For example, in your ancestors, when you heal your ancestors, you're not just healing and clearing your family pattern. When you bring that down through you, spiraling through your DNA and into the earth, then that light energy goes through the grid to where you were on the planet, where your ancestors actually died. And so it heals that land, that stone, that forest, that village, that city where they died, that you are actually healing the grid in that place. And same thing above is you're clearing past lives, you're connecting with your star family, you're bringing that energy onto the planet through where they first touched ground on this planet and then healing again that place, that time, and that energy that needed to be balanced or unlocked. A lot of us carry secrets, wisdom that we've been like a hidden book inside of us. You play the piano of your DNA and all of a sudden you're remembering all kinds of stuff. You're picking up stones and creating intricate designs and you don't even know why it's because you've done this before and you're just remembering what you've done before what your ancestors have done before your past lives have done or your star family from another dimension so again 
mind blown of just this simple tree is where we started. Look how much wisdom that's there. And that's why they always say the trees are the wisdom keepers. They are our original teachers. And they're reaching out and singing to us the winds that we've been hearing, the roaring we've been hearing up here in Seattle, Washington. The winds have been phenomenal this winter. I've never had so much winds come through the mountains. And it's because they've been singing, singing on the run, the roaring. I've been hearing the dragons roaring on that wind. I've been hearing the whispers of the trees, the dryads. They're, they're singing to us and helping us to remember, wake up, wake up and sing, raise your song, raise wow. your vibration. Yeah, yeah, it's wow. time. <laughs> Again, chills. Yay. So yeah, they're they're excited. They're excited for us because we're awake enough and listening again with our hearts that we can actually start to be part of the song. Universe, one song. So it's time to raise your voice. Does that mean sing? Oh, I got a lot of people I know that sing real well. I got a good friend of mine who karaoke's every week <laughs> singing. So that can be a physical singing. It yeah. can just be by being. It can be by humming. It can just be playing with stones or looking at nature, walking and um, finding your fairy guide. It, it yeah. just, there's so many different ways of raising your vibration. So however you're doing it right now, if you're listening to this, thank you, because you are doing it. And there's even more to see. You're just, you're just on the first chapter. Time, time to turn the page and see what the second chapter is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yay. Um, wow. Okay. So now let's talk about how do we um, climb the tree of life? So again, meditation is over. I think we're going to do a little meditation because that's probably the easiest way to yeah. do it. And, yeah. and I'm going to invite all of you to come to the tree and decide what direction you want to go. Because mm -hmm. we need to find out what way are you more drawn to going up or going down. And, and that beautiful process will show you where, where to start. So again, we can go either way. And that's the really fun part. But uh, knowing, knowing what way to start is great because that means that there's a beautiful helper waiting for you there or maybe that's the process you're already intimately involved with and then you can from there go the other direction so if you are i invite everybody to come join me for meditation if you are in a place to stop close your eyes and rest so all of you are driving right now please wait <laughs> so, so do you want to do it now or do you want to take some questions and talk a little bit more uh, let's just go in there because I know one of the biggest questions is uh, who, who's guiding me and what 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 direction do I start in? So yeah. I say let's jump into the meditation. That should probably get even more questions. <laughs> and yeah, then we'll come absolutely. back. Don't okay. worry, we'll get your questions, everybody. But this let's just do this quick meditation because they're all standing up. Man, they're already bopping me. <laughs> go jump okay, into cool. it. So all right, let's let's, let's jump it. into it. <laughs> All right, so take some nice deep breaths. If, like I said, if you can join me now, close your eyes. And first we need to start by getting really grounded. So we're gonna ask Mother Earth, tapping into that beautiful spring equinox energy coming here in just a couple weeks. I want you to think of fresh daffodils, new grass, new leaves. <sighs> Taking another deep breath. I want you to breathe in that spring green color. And as you breathe in that green color, feel like vines growing up your feet all the way to the base of your, your spine, your tailbone. And another breath, feel those vines growing up, weaving up your backbone like a ladder all the way to your heart. 
And then from your heart, feel that green color go to every cell, every space between every cell. And so your whole body is that green vibration. Just feel Mother Earth walking forward to give you a nice big hug. Feel how calm, peaceful, grounded this energy is. Feel how loved and accepted you are just by being you. And as you hold hands with Mother Earth, she takes you a few steps, walking you to your beautiful tree. Take a moment to take in this beautiful tree. What kind of tree is it? Is it a fir tree with needles, evergreen? Or is it deciduous with leaves and fruit and flowers? see as you look up into the tree it extends those branches all the way through the clouds to the very stars the moon the sun above you feeling that golden sunshine feel that light pouring down through this tree through you rinsing away any worries any fears any pain let that warm sunshine pour through you opening your crown chakra, your third eye, your throat chakra, your heart, your center, your sacral chakra, and root chakra. As you feel that warmth, that sun pouring through that tree, through you, now feel that energy going down deep underneath the tree. So you look down at the base of the tree, you see a nice set of stairs going down underneath this tree. Those roots extending down deep, making a beautiful little cave underneath this tree. Maybe even see a few ancestors waiting here for you. So happy to see you. In this beautiful cavern underneath the tree, those roots of your mother's side and father's side of the family are here. Crystals and fairies and beings dance around you. And those roots extend deep into Mother Earth like a cave, a tunnel, a path that goes through time backwards and through generation after generation. You feel those roots reaching out around you. Beautiful. So now as you are at the base of the tree, come back to that base of the tree and decide. Is the heavens pulling you up above? Do you need to climb up into those branches to go see what's in the stars above you? Or do you continue down deep into the roots underneath the earth? First, let's climb up into the stars. So you can follow or you can just rest, but feel free to climb up into the tree branches. Like a young child, easily you find a foothold and a handhold as you climb up into this tree, higher and higher, 
with strong branches supporting you as you get to the uppermost part of the canopy. And it's as a platform as you step out onto the very clouds around the tree. They support your weight as you reach your hands up into those stars, into the night sky above. You may see your beautiful guide stepping forward and the angel here to assist you. This ascended master might be coming forward. Right now we're reaching out for our star family. We ask for that beautiful star family to come forward. Syrian, Lyran, Arturian, Pleiadian, many different star families, even some star families that have not been named before, like the Amahi, and many more. Let that light being come forward. Notice what color they are. A reptile, a draco, blue-skinned, or are they just light today? As you reach out to grab their hand, feel that energy flowing through you. The star nation reaching out through time and space to connect to you. They are part of your family. Allow that energy to zing through you, spiraling down through your backbone, through your DNA. Feel those light codes activate like a sound, a vibration pouring through you. Feel that light, that love vibrating within your heart. And as it does, feel like you become light yourself like a little mini sunshine, shining that golden light out in all directions. Feel this light shining around you, connecting to the grid of light at your feet. As you stand in that light, with this beautiful star family and your guides around you, send that love to the world around you. As you shine your light and send this love, see that grid of light illuminate at your feet. You can, through this prayer, through this light, you can send off prayers to loved ones, to a family member around the planet in another location, a loved one, friends, family, people that need your support. Through this grid of light, send that love, that light to them now. And if you're not sure, just lend your love and light to the star family that's connecting to other star family members. To the angels reaching out to earth angels around the planet to anchor in that love and light into this world. And as it flows around the planet, feel it flowing back to you, illuminating you even brighter. You are a part of this beautiful grid of light 
a strand, a cord within it. Allow that beautiful star family to give you a nice big hug, knowing that their wisdom and teachings will flow through you and that you can come back to this place at any time. As you step off of the light grid, it's still connected by a thread. As you climb back down that tree, feeling your friends, your family, these beautiful star and angelic beings are with you as you climb down the tree back to the base. That cord, that thread still connected, connecting your tree to that web of life. Now we will descend into the, under the tree. So feel yourself going back down those stairs, recentering yourself, regrounding into the earth, Feel the shift of energy as you go down deep under that tree. Again, finding that cave and those ancestors all dancing and waiting for you now. Have a particular ancestor come forward, an old one who's been waiting for you, a wise one that walked this land many generations before your family that you know now that knows the ways of the forest, of the woods, that ate of the roots, mushrooms, and plants, and herbs. This beautiful ancestor is taking you, taking you on that pathway deep down into the earth. Because again, as you walk this way, these pathways, feel that light all around you, these cords, these roots going off in many directions creating that grid of light under the earth. This ancestor is taking you to meet somebody that's been waiting for you. The ancestor takes you forward to some big doors, these big ancient doors. The ancestor asks you to go up and knock at the door to awaken the ancient that's been waiting for you. Knock on this door. And as it opens up, allow that ancient being to come forward. That dragon, that mountain, that ancient tree dryad, that manticore, that griffin, maybe even a beautiful troll. Let this ancient that's been slumbering in the earth come forward. In that ancient's hands or claw or beak is a beautiful treasure box. They've been holding on to your wisdom for a long time. It is carried through your DNA, your ancestors, and they were asked to hold it until the day you were awake to receive it. As you take this beautiful treasure box, open this box up and receive this ancient wisdom. You have walked these ways many lifetimes before. That you are part of this light grid because you are in a physical body. And with this beautiful treasure box, this treasure within may be a key, a ball of light, uh, an old dagger or a piece of jewelry or a crown, whatever it looks like for you, 
take this beautiful treasure out and bring it to you, your heart, and claim it. This is part of you coming back to you now. With that, with that energy connection, feel that love, that knowing flow through you. Feel the chanting, the dancing, the drumming, the blowing of horns. Your ancient ancestors celebrating their connection to that grid of life, the web of life. They're part of it. Feel that song, that power flowing through you as you see yourself dancing with them around the fire, adding your handprint to the cave wall, hunting in old forests, preparing herbs for the loved ones around you. Your ancestors are singing. Feel that chill go through you. As, as you go through time and space, you find yourself connected to that web, that grid, bringing your wisdom and light to it. Feel how different this grid feels than the light grid above the earth. This one's deep with memory and wisdom and knowledge for those that have walked before you. You carry their wisdom, their voice in your voice. As you dance forward with your ancestors, this ancient one right here, singing along with you, feel that light grid come alive, that web, that root system. That, that knowledge, that connection we all share. We are all one tribe. Unity. See that ancient one give you a big hug or roar with happiness that you've remembered this wisdom. Knowing you can come back to this place at any time. As you come forward through time, your ancestors cheering you on as you bring that ancient wisdom with you back to the tree, coming back up the stairs to that base of that tree. Now, finally, I want you to go to that tree with that thread of light from above and that beautiful web of light from below. Hug your tree right now. As you hug this tree, centering yourself in your heart chakra, as you look at the tree, you'll notice a big heart, the balancing point of the heavens above and the earth below the balancing point of the past and future. Your center point right here, right now. And as you breathe, feel this integrating from above and below. Feel those light grids above and below connected through you. That light being here and now on this planet your guides, your angels, those beings of love and light around you, cheering you on as you integrate at a physical level, at an emotional level, at a spiritual level, and a mental level, wiggling your fingers and toes, and slowly coming back to the here and now with this wisdom, knowledge, and light. Aho.
Ooh, I got a yawn. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, so if anybody passed out or is yawning right now, that's a good sign. <laughs> that means you did some good energy work. Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, my goodness. I'm like still out of it. So how was that for everybody? You want to just type in the chat how what you experienced? What was your gift? Um, what what were you most in tune with going up or going down <laughs> either one is fine right yeah and that's it either way is fine and you and i encourage you to do both but you'll find that that one way may be a little bit deeper richer or a little bit easier for you and that's an indicator of where you've spent a lot of your lifetimes and maybe where the base of your energy is so yeah. as i've worked with people over the years i find people to be more star related, more angelic, earth angels or star nation, or their fairy kin, dragon kin, or of the earth. So if you have bloodline there where your ancestors got it on with those races, those beings, or you uh, from a soul perspective started there, and that's where you've danced a lot of your lifetimes, you'll feel a call from one side to the other, but you'll notice they are the same. They're mere images of each other. So as you do one, you are affecting the other and you are the, the, the vehicle or the, the, the point of that connects both of them, which is really cool. That tree is so paramount. It really helps you to be able to access those energies very quickly. Oh goodness. Yeah, amazing. That was great. <laughs> Higher vibration, woohoo. Lots of people are saying they're seeing stuff. Golden bear. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> and you might be surprised. A lot of our different uh, beings here of the planet, like dolphins, whales, bears, bees, uh, you may see them in the star nation realm. A lot of those beings actually came from the stars. Mother Earth wasn't the, uh, we uh, humans were not the only beings given a physical form. A lot of those other beings came from the stars too and were given physical forms here on the planet. Even dragons have a cosmic counterpart. Uh, you have the elemental dragons on Earth, but there are cosmic celestial dragons that you can work with too, even void dragons, which will be in the womb or void energy. So pretty amazing. Yeah, you'll be surprised sometimes where you see these different beings. They can wow. be in different ways. So it's like so much is possible, right? It really opens up your mind to like different possibilities of what's available for you and the support that's available for you. Yeah, definitely. I hope everybody noticed that. It wasn't just you walking alone. There are so many beings that were excited to work with you. So this is a great meditation to really tap into new guides that are coming forward on both ways. That ancient that came forward that really wants to work with you, an ancestral guide that wants to work with you, a fairy that wants to work with you, a crystal that wants to work with you, or an angelic, an ascended master, and most importantly, they're that star family. That's huge. A lot of star families are waking people up right now, helping you remember that you are part of that star family. So just like the ancient that gave you that memory of where you came from ancient wise, ancestral wise, that star family does the same. They awaken that knowledge, that memory from what star system you came from, what dimension, that light codes that you carry. So it's mm -hmm. a lot of remembering and, yeah. and that's huge. We need to, that's part of the awakening process. It's just, you know, you got to realize the awakening isn't a one-shot event. <laughs> it's a process. It's so a process. If you, if you are, it's definitely a process. And there's ups and downs with that. But uh, the awakening process is 
remembering who you are and being that in the here and now it's embodying that so ancient wisdom isn't lost it's slumbering inside of you it's mm -hmm. time to wake it up wow oh my goodness so many wonderful comments so many so much wonderful feedback in the in the chat oh my goodness so many uh, just like yeah it's amazing i'm not, like one of the ones that really stood out um from the comments was somebody who said that you know she was she found a powerful both ways you know the the star family and, and the earth family the dragons and the and the beings of light you know like both you know so it's like absolutely we are both you know and we have access to both of course um yeah oh, wonderful okay so <laughs> um i'm out of it so it's like all right what's next <laughs> Definitely, let's do some questions. That'll that'll bring some energy in and just uh, focus on that tree. So anybody that is really out of it because it was a little bit of a stretch. We stretched you a little bit going both ways today. Just focus on the tree in the heart and that'll help you come back to center and grounded. Or if you'd like, think about the very beginning of Mother Earth. Ask Mother Earth to come up and give you a hug. That spring green color, that'll mm -hmm. instantly ground you too. Awesome. All right, so if you do want to ask Raven a question, you can um, raise your hand, or if you're on the phone, you can hit star six, or you can quite write your question in the chat. Okay, so um, Sadia, she had a, she's been trying to raise her hand and not raise her hand. You want to just unmute yourself, Sadia? Can you? Yeah, there you go. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yeah. Sure. Hi, Raven. Hello. How are you? Thank you so much for that gorgeous meditation and allowing mm -hmm. us to connect. Definitely. Um, yes, I would like to ask you. I um, I would like to ask you. Um, if, do you have any message for me? Um, or, uh, are, we doing, are, are we doing messages? <laughs> well, yeah. Keep it. Keep it specific, Sadia. What do you want to know the message about? uh from my uh from mother earth yeah actually instantly so for anybody asked today i'm gonna tune in and see where the question comes from for you it's coming from under the tree and it's sadness and so there's a sadness there a pattern that's coming through your ancestry and part of it is a, a sadness of not following your heart of self-sabotage you'll need to look at this so look at your family pattern of you know, things that your parents or grandparents always wish they did, but they never did because duty or other things got in the way. So it's a real call for you to follow your heart and also to help those ancestors release that. Sometimes that's what we become. We become yes. what they always wanted to do. And so sometimes we have to let our ancestors see through our eyes that their efforts that they did and died for their causes are yes. actually been answered through us. So you have some ancestors that are restless. So let them see through you and see that you can vote. You can have a house. You can have a job. You can have these different things. That'll put, uh, particularly on your mother's side of the tree. Yeah, it feels the strongest. There's some unrest there so that they can be at ease and be helpful. Does that sound good? Definitely. It's on point. It, I, it's so resonating with me, Raven. Thank you so much. And uh, hoping to hoping to help myself and my ancestors uh, to work with you. Awesome, good. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you, Sadia. Thank you. Bless right, so, you. You too. Thank you. Love you. Um, 
And that goes for that, that goes for anybody out there that has, you know, a family pattern that they're witnessing. Part of, again, this reflection time is us noticing things. And I think a lot of us have been noticing some family patterns that maybe we want to change some racism or, you know, stubbornness or fear or anxiety. We're, we're really seeing that. So right now is a powerful time because there's so much people focusing on family, on change, of doing this healing. It means that it's really easy to access that energy. So if you're unfamiliar to ancestral healing, just really connecting to your ancestors. Again, I'm talking your parents, your grandparents, your great grandparents. You can light a candle and ask them to come forward and ask who needs to be healed. And of course, you know, there's beautiful people out there that can heal like me. I, that's one of my specialties is really working on ancestors. But again, all of you can do this. All you got to do is light that candle. And why candle? Because fire has been one of those things that's been universal since the age of time we've always connected to spirit through fire so lighting a candle helps you to light the way and call those ancestors those good spirits to you to help do those ancestral healing and a lot of times it's just showing those ancestors that you love them you know they've been dead and no one's paid any attention to them so being able to get out grandma's recipe and cook it or listening to an old song or looking at a family photo album can be the connection that you need to bring that peace because then they feel remembered and loved so you can do it cheering you on so anybody out there that's feeling that call to work with their ancestors the best time is now so jump to it awesome so mg is asking can you tell me anything more about a possible andromeda connection yes so that's a big yes i, I saw your comment earlier and andromeda again is this whoa powerful uh andromeda called himself him, herself again kind of androgynous a sibling to metatron so if you're having a little hard time connecting to andromeda think of metatron and then go bigger <laughs> i guess you can say because again it's a galactic angel so unlike an archangel all the archangels are connected here on earth they are a pillar or a uh, architecture of earth galactic angels are different they feel like star nation and angel together and they're huge they're way out there celestial is another big uh, angel that's way out there that literally is the celestial yeah hello that that angel's humongous too it's very feminine a drama is very interesting because it is very androgynous but again it brings that unity consciousness uh, like I mentioned earlier, the aqua aura stones really connect to that energy really well and hold it so that you can ask the energy to come down, focus it into the crystal. So it'll give you a tactile way to, to go into it. But you can go into too, just going into those upper realms of your tree, then ask Andromeda to come forward so that you can connect with that energy. And you may have a different name for it. That was how it introduced its name to me uh, last year when I started channeling it through. And then I also actual channel Andromeda uh, through a channeling I did, which blew my socks off. And again, it was really asking us to awaken, to bring that light and that consciousness, the unity forward, which is really cool. So yeah, definitely feeling that connection for you and a bunch of other people on this call too. So definitely open your heart to Andromeda. Awesome. Good. Thank you. And Trisha, it says, I keep connecting with all these water dragons where I live by the ocean on the cliffs. What does this mean? 
that's part of those beautiful ancients waking up. So again, the dragons are keepers, caretakers, mentors of the earth. They always have been. It's also why we made them our enemies as bad guys eating the virgins and the princesses and stuff. Because as men, as in our old times, as we got greedy, dragons have always mirrored us or shown us what we were doing. So actually their horns and fangs is the reflection more on us of needing to be defended or protected. Angel, or pardon me, dragons, and sometimes they get kind of grouped with angels, especially the celestial ones. It's because they all come from the, the central fire or the fires of creation. So the fires of dragons is the fires of creation. So those dragons, water dragons are waking up because we are needing more focus on the waters of the earth, healing the oceans and being more mindful of what we're doing so as guardians their energy is more available and more active because they're protecting those waters and protecting the ocean it's also part of those ancients waking up so those water dragons are waking up the ancient ones that are coming forward to bring the wisdom of the sea of the water so because you are awake and noticing it awesome you get to interact with that more so that's part of this whole awakening process when you awaken you start seeing more yes so you're actually taking notice more of these beings as they move around. They've always been moving around. We just didn't notice them. And now that we're more awake and conscious of it, we're getting to be able to interact with them more. Sometimes they need us to do things. Sometimes they want us to go do a ceremony, like take uh, some rose petals to a water source near you and do some prayers of healing and cast those into the water. How beautiful. And then sometimes they just are saying hi because they are busy in your area. So make a relationship. It's like any other guide, spirit guide, you're going to be making a relationship with them, but they are very excited that you're noticing them and definitely want to work with you. And they can lend a lot to you, bringing those healing waters to you, helping you with your ceremonies and magic that you're creating. Awesome. Thank you. So Martin, uh, Raven, how can I free myself from self-denial, self-deprivation, what is the point of origin? I feel I'm on the verge of something. Awesome. Yeah. So that origin point is your starting point. If so, you may, you, it might be a journey of both walking the spiral or the past lives. If you want to think about it, that's why I use this. The spiral has always been used by ancient peoples because the, the very middle of the spiral is your origin point and you spiral out from that having experiences. We do that this lifetime, but we also do it for all of our lifetimes. So when you walk on that spiral, if you walk it backwards, you can walk it backwards in time through your past lives to your starting point. And that starting point is very powerful. That's where your higher self or awakened self contracted into a physical body. And for a lot of us, we need that contract shifted. And that's what it sounds like. It sounds like you're tired of these patterns of self-sabotage and denial and all that. It sounds like you need to go back to your starting point and do a soul contract shift where you actually work with your higher self to shift your soul contract, to shift your blueprint walking forward in time. Huge, powerful work. It's called walking the spiral. <laughs> Laura knows this one. We walked that one together. Yeah. And that's powerful, powerful work. You also could do this on an ancestral level too, to make sure it's not coming through your ancestry. So if this pattern is a repeated pattern through your family, then that means it's also on your family patterns and you'll need to do some ancestral healing. I'm feeling it more upper for you. So upper tree level, it definitely feels like a soul contract shift and working with your past lives. So your angelic team, ascended master team, and 
the Star Nation team can definitely help you with that walking backwards in time and shifting that soul contract. And definitely that makes a world of difference to get out of your own way. <laughs> yep, I've gone back and walked that spiral several times. Yep, awesome, good. Diane, uh, when will the wisdom come through our Akashic records from our past lives to us? I'm not really sure I understand the question, but okay. Maybe, maybe so um, um, past lives of that, again, that would be that spiral. And yeah, definitely, just like I described, instead of going back and, and shifting the soul contract, you're going back to gain that wisdom, which is kind of the same thing. So you can go back to different points on time in that Akashic record uh, spiral. Same language here, just different terminology. You can go back to certain points to gain that wisdom back. So if you were a high priestess in Lomeria, you can go back in time to when you're a high priestess and say, howdy can you give over the wisdom and then that's you creating a relationship with that point in time on your spiral so we need to stop thinking so linear really those past lives and even future lives are always present right now it's about us focusing and creating a relationship and it's always about creating a relationship you don't go to a stranger and be like hey give me everything. Yeah, that, that would be robbery. <laughs> We'd probably mm -hmm. resist that, right? So we got to think of these different aspects of ourselves in kind of a similar manner. We need to actually create a relationship with them so that they can pass over that wisdom and knowledge to us. A lot of them have been watching us and they're ready. It's more about you trusting this past life to receive that information. So as you create that relationship with them, then that part of you will come forward and fr freely flow that knowledge into you. It could be an item too. Someone's saying here they have an ivory sickle and they're wondering what that's associated to. I would actually ask that past life with that ivory sickle, what maybe part culture was that past life or was that ancestry because again sometimes these symbols that come forward they're ancient they're old an ivory sickle could be actually part of royalty you got to think of ivory sickle a kind of shape that could be connected to a certain culture sometimes when you start to do a little bit of research i kind of feel like sherlock holmes sometimes they give us these like magical items and sometimes i have to do some research on what the heck is this and then when i find out i find out the culture what it's connected to which is a huge eye-opener then i start to realize holy cow i've always been connected to that goddess of that culture holy cow so some of these items are like i mentioned just before uh, a lumerian priestess maybe you had a certain kind of uh, wand or magical bowl or a symbol that you used and so by tapping back into that bone sickle that actually has that wisdom connected to it so find out what culture it's connected to you know and again on planet or off planet <laughs> that's the other thing because we not only are we dealing with our our human lives some of you out there are not human <laughs> you need to embrace that your ancestors got it on with pointy-eared fairies or dragons and some of you have star nation in you you had star people come down and literally get it on in your ancestry or just you you have star dna in you so some of the symbols light things that come to you they look really odd and strange because they're not human so sometimes we have to be really open to the weird kaleidoscope thing that comes to us our brain tries to give it something we recognize but sometimes it's kind of hard to put your head around but it is uh, a magical device a light device a, a, a container of wisdom mm -hmm. and they're giving that to you so again that's that part of that building that relationship up is so important so that you can receive that wisdom in whatever form it comes in awesome um wow 
Angela's asking or says, my ancestors left quite a mess. Have they got any insight as to why? And also I felt a strong feeling from both above and below, but below there was an element of fear. Good. So fear can sometimes show you where you need to do some work. If your ancestors left a big mess, that's because they're just ready to help not be a burden in your life anymore. And that's it. Because a lot of these different patterns that we're seeing in our culture right now, racism, yes, is a big one and all that kind of stuff. That didn't just start right now, people. <laughs> we're realizing this. This is systemic. It's been in our culture, in our government, in our politics, in our religion. It's been here for a really long time. That means it's been in your ancestry so when we dig into our ancestry and go under the tree a lot of times we have to deal with some of these issues and they're there so sometimes we have to bring literally divine's knowledge in so we ask divine to come through and show these ancestors actually the correct path or morally right or energy or the divine plan lots of different ways you can phrase it so it helps them to understand sometimes you have ancestors that fought really hard for civil rights and they died because of it so seeing the rights and abilities you have now is powerful it helps to heal them and sometimes you find those ancestors that started all that and then you can go back to them and show have divine show them and bring them to the light sometimes they're willing and sometimes they're not willing and if they're not willing if you have ancestors that's really stuck in in a mess then you have divine take them to the light it helps them to be able to bring that peace that healing and also also to disconnect that you're choosing not to perpetuate that pattern forward in time. That's why we are so powerful. We're, we are alive. The ones that came before you, they had their chance and they didn't get it done. And it's also why we feel a lot of pressure because we have our descendants, our children's children and the children before them or after them. It's um, And even if you don't have children, because I get that all the time, well, I don't have any kids. Blood always finds a way. Your family tree will make children. Trust me, we are all connected right? So that means that those children after you are hoping that you put in place what they need when they arrive on the planet. So they can feel like a pressure from some of us as we start doing this healing. Just know that your guides are only going to show you what is appropriate in this time and what you're looking for and ready for. And if you have no clue, again, look to your own family. It's really interesting as you start to observe, witness your parents, your siblings, even your children, you'll see these patterns and be like, oh, <laughs> and they're the patterns that you are working on yourself and you feel like you fall back into them. These are the patterns I'm talking about. So that mess from your ancestors, they came forward because they just don't want to be a burden anymore. They want need help cleaning up their mess. So it's time to dive into there and and get out the bucket and the mop. <laughs> the whole lot faster than you think. Yeah. Woohoo, cleaning. <laughs> it's spring cleaning time, right? <laughs> it is. It is. Absolutely. Um, Kat says, I've been working on healing our ancestral patterns and my loved one kin is now struggling with the same challenge that i've been working on and i know i can't protect them from this experience what's my next best approach i feel like it's a nice invitation for our healing but i'm not sure how Gotcha. So like I just talked about, you know, you're recognizing you don't want that pattern passed on to your children. So sometimes the, the to change anything, you have to recognize it and accept it. And that's probably one of our hardest things is actually accepting 
uh, this pattern's in my family. I'm doing this pattern. And even if you are not doing it, it's in my family. It's here. I accept that it's here. Once you've accepted something, then you can change it. And that's our biggest issue that a lot of us have is that we see in things around us all the time. We want to change and we try very hard to change it. But until we accept it, that it's here, it's happening, we can't touch it. So accepting it, that that pattern's in your family, then you can change it and ask those guides, those angels as being, I see Archangel Michael behind you really strongly. So Archangel Michael will come forward and help you cut those cords to people, places, and events that no longer serve you, helping you to clear this, which will ultimately help your kids. Now with family patterns, remember, yes, you can uh, take away that push to do something, but if that's in your soul contract to have that experience, you may still need to experience, or your children may need to have to experience that. But the cool thing is, is when you do ancestral cleaning and healing, it takes away that push. So a lot of times it makes it so it doesn't have to be so drastic. It doesn't have to keep manifesting. For instance, my grandmother, my mother, and I all had uterine cancer at the age 40. And I'm like, I want to stop this. So when I had to have a hysterectomy for my uterine cancer, I did a lot of healing work to shift that so that my son and I gave him a big hug because he's not perpetuating it because he's a boy. He doesn't have a uterus, but I want to make sure if he has a daughter, it's not going through the genetic line. So I really cleared that up in my ancestry so that the vibration's not there moving forward. So again, it can be mentally, it can be emotionally, it can be physical, it could be a health issue. Family patterns manifest in multiple ways. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So Shama is saying, um, do any of my ancestors from my father's side have a message for me? You know, that's so general. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, I don't like questions like that, but, but you know, um, well, I see a big Ray bear really intuitive, love, so I, she gets stuff right I away. I know, anyways. I totally do. So I see a big bear, <laughs> the bear saying to love yourself. So, you know, that's the biggest thing is you just need to love yourself. You need to love all parts of yourself to go deeper. And that's it. You know, when we do shadow work, we, we want to change and bring all of it to the light. But the fact of the matter is, if we were all light, we'd have no definition. <laughs> we just look like we wouldn't even see anything. It would just be light. So we need some shadow. We need some of those ooky parts. That's what kind of makes us mysterious and fun. So yeah. love yourself. Love the ooky parts. Love those ookiness because that's what gives you the definition, the scars that you got, gives you character. It, you're beautiful. You're so and beautiful. I know nobody wants to hear that, but it's the truth. <laughs> it is the truth. You have to love every part of yourself. You have to accept every aspect of yourself. You know, if you don't accept it, if you don't love it, you can't change it. I mean, you know, like sometimes when we get to the to the point of acceptance, we don't want to change it. It's like, oh my God, I love this about myself, right? It's just, it's just oh beforehand, we're resisting who we actually are and judging it, all right? Judging ourselves, judging our characteristics, you know, et cetera. But if you actually truly love yourself and accept yourself, you're going to have so much more compassion for yourself and you're going to realize, oh my God, I'm, <laughs> I'm amazing. I'm great. I'm, you know, whatever. Right. So there, I mean, I've accepted a lot about myself. So I think I'm, I, I think I'm pretty amazing. There's still some things that I'm not so great at, but most of me, most of who I am is pretty amazing. <laughs> I have to say, I'm just saying, you know, so, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but but yeah, of course our ancestors, you know, that is one message that they're going to tell us, right? Because they did not get that message when they were around. They did exactly. not get that message. You know, they didn't get that support, that love. They, you know, they were called crazy. They were put in asylums. They were burned because they were called a witch. So it's sometimes they just need to see through our eyes yeah. to see how much we've changed, how much we've accepted, how much we love. Yeah. And that's it. So that's the biggest, biggest uh, work order from spirit. Love yourself. <laughs> and that's, that's for everybody, not just Shama, but everybody, right? Everybody, yep. Okay, so uh, Joy has a good question. Um, any magic on how to keep our home space clear from other energy? How to keep the vibes high in and out? Dragons, unicorns, question mark? Oh my gosh, that was so funny because I almost thought about coming back on the show again. I was on a couple years ago doing house blessings. Yeah. Almost about like coming back and doing that again. So the biggest one is a lot of us, because we've been going through so many energy shifts, we went through a small reality shift here this month and we have a big one coming up in June, huge reality shift. So what oh do I Oh my God, oh my God, Raven. I, 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 I know, I, and we have three <laughs> last year. We had three last year that was insane. Oh so what am I talking about? <laughs> if you're not familiar with this, it's kind of like we're going, string theory here. Yes, I'm getting really out there. So we all are on this dimension at certain times, conscious we we cry out all of us have been whining we want stuff to change well guess what universe is listening we literally jump from one timeline to another and for us sensitives that feel it it just wipes us sideways it feels wacky we just went through a little one we have a huge one coming in june now this is good a lot of us we are praying and asking for this reality this this ride with coronavirus to end Huh, this is like what we're working toward. We're actually already starting to see the change in the coronavirus actually start to mutate off of humans. So all the mutations it's doing right now is actually a good sign, it means it's actually starting to dial off of humans and we can be done with this pandemic. Yay, that's what Mother Earth talked about last year. How can that apply to your home? with the reality shifts and energy shifts is one realizing you are connected you are going to feel some of that and with all this reality shifts clearing cleansing releasing healing work you've done when's the last time you saged out your house we may have to do a big clearing so it might be time to release some stuff clean some stuff do some spring cleaning get that sage out get a bell out go around the house and not just clear it but then reset your intention of what you want in it that's why it's called a clearing and blessing we forget that with the house so after you've cleared it with the sage the salt the bells all that be sure then to call your angels your guides those beings that unicorn and dragon and have them make a bubble a circle around your house and property so that you feel safe and secure in there i've had to do that several times myself just from all the processing and all the people i'm living with in this house right now we're all processing at different rates and wow when i remember to do that real quick and go around not only does it calm me down but my animals down too mm -hmm. so definitely is something we all need to do for spring is do a spring cleaning clearing and blessing of our homes it'll help us prepare for these other energy shifts coming up awesome yes perfect all right so we're going to take a moment and i just want to talk about the um the special offer because i need to go get the cord for my computer otherwise it's gonna i'm gonna we're just gonna die so um <laughs> for those of you who uh want the link in the chat i'm gonna put in the chat so raven let's talk a little bit about the special offer that you have for us this time around totally different we haven't had this one before 
Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited because it was them that arranged it. So if you like the meditation you did today, but you have a lot more questions than answers after doing that, this special offer is perfect for you. So it actually is three different parts that has two really huge long meditations to go in that tree. So like we did during the live call here, it's a 30 minute meditation to go up the tree to, to really go deep, find that star family and activate that star DNA within you and actually teaches you how to go out to the light grid and heal it. The second meditation is another 30 minute meditation you go deep down to the earth you actually work on healing your ancestries for a lot of you that are asking how do i heal my ancestors this 30 minute video actually you will be healing your ancestors and again finding that ancient opening that door creating that connection and healing the grid in the earth so two uh 30 minute videos 60 minute meditation videos and then the third part is you get a 30 minute uh private session with me. So in that session, I'll help you actually uh, answer and heal any other aspects of the tree, upper or lower, and uh, also connect you with your special guides. So in the videos, you'll also be connecting to spirit guides that'll help you with this process. But uh, the 30 minute session with me, we'll go deeper with that and see who else is coming forward to help you balance the tree and do the light grid healing, which is awesome. So whole entire kit and caboodle is uh holy cow a lot included there it's only a hundred bucks so spirit wants to make this available for all of you to be able to do this beautiful healing work for yourself but also for the light grid of the planet so again spirit kind of moved me to put this together for all of you so definitely jump on it awesome thank you so again that is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash raven three and uh, of course the package is available with a the two payment plan as well, right? So again, that's the um, Tree of Life Earth Grid Healing of the Ancestors video, the Tree of Life Star and Angel Grid of Light video and a 30 minute Tree of Life personal healing session with Raven. And I highly recommend any session with Raven. It's amazing. She's amazing. I, you know, she is also one of my go-to people that if I need something, that's who I think of. <laughs> If I if I think of healing, if I think of asking for healing, <laughs> I don't always think of asking for healing, right? It's like, oh yeah, I should have asked. But um, yeah, so definitely. All right, I thought my I thought my my computer could go an hour and a half without having to be plugged in, but I was wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, all right, so I was just wanting to know if there's. Anything else that you wanted to share with us today, Raven, about, you know, either, oh, I wanted to remind you or just tell you, so uh, Thursday is Mahashivratri, right? So I know you're a big Shiva girl as well. <laughs> yes, I am. Yay. <laughs> so uh, Raven's package is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Raven3. I will have the obviously the link available on on the replay page or in the replay email as well as the replay page, um, etc. Right, um, but here it is again. Okay, 
Perfect. Oh, so I saw in the chat, everybody was asking about the colors behind me. Um, yeah, those the guides. It's crazy when I do these calls because I do a lot of Zoom video calls. That's probably a lot of you that buy the package will be doing it by Zoom. And the colors you see, there you go. See the flash? That's them. That's mm -hmm. all the angel star nation dragons, all of them showing up. So if you saw a certain color behind me, you may want to ponder on that. That might be your guide actually photo bombing this video and waving back at you. <laughs> it's so weird. My camera does that. I've never had this happen before. And it's always when I'm doing this work like this, they like woo, show up cry crazy. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like what when when Raven is connecting to your your team, you know, well, her own, like the information that she gets is like so powerful and so spot on and it's like she always gives me like wonderful that's why i was you know because we're both shiva girls so just in case thank you yeah. going, you know um so just telling her about you know mahashivratri the, the great night of shiva coming on um thursday shiva is not jewish because i know they have a night of shiva as well but it's not the same thing <laughs> um but yeah so i'll i will be uh, I, I always do uh, a, a lot on that night, so I'm looking forward to it. It's like, that's ah, one of my favorite nights of the whole year, you know, so. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Time to clean the altar, reset it, and put some yummies out. It's usually what I do. <laughs> exactly. There's, yeah, I had, um, I had a dream last night, and it was with Shiva, right, Babaji, and Mataji. Oh, interesting. I know, right? And it's like, oh, I mean, I wasn't thinking about anybody <laughs> yesterday. So I was like, huh, I wonder what that was all about. So, you know, I will have to tune in some more and see. But Shiva is um, Lord Shiva, you know, like <laughs> Raven. Out of a thousand names and a thousand faces. Um, for all of you out there that are not familiar, but take yoga, it's, a, it's an often uh, a statue found in yoga places. It's the yes. dancing Shiva. Everybody yeah. always says, oh, it's a female. Well, it's actually male. It's, but Yeah, exactly. Well. It's actually not <laughs> but, female. Uh, yeah. Not the Yeah. Yep. So it's, again, um, and the god-goddess energy definitely falls actually kind of interesting can fall on the upper part of the tree or the lower part of the tree there you here, go here here's a picture yeah, yeah uh, of shiva so he is my you know one of my main gods now but the main I god love now with him too. i love him one of the stories of shiva is he had a um an opportunity to go live in the heavens with the other gods and goddesses or he got invited by the demons to come live in the underworld, but he chose to actually live on Mount Kalish and actually live amongst the people because he was so devoted to us. Yeah. So he's a God that's available to anyone, no, no matter who you are, he's available to anyone because he chose to be here for us. They call him the devotee of devotees. So Shiva is amazing to be able to balance both your life your spiritual life your ordinary workday life and with oh, your marriage life and everything i really yeah. he's like such a great balancer so i i love working with shiva too and it's it's again you don't have to be any particular way shiva is available to anyone like yeah. most of the gods goddesses ascended masters they're just here to help us to be and that's why i love working with shiva yeah, you don't have to be Hindu to to work with Shiva, you know, so like, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, he he uh, destroys evil, he destroys illusion, he, you know, he's a destroyer, 
But for me, it, it's always about destroying the negativity, destroying the doubts, destroying the fear, destroying the, you know, uh, the untruths within you, you know, that kind of thing. So anyway, that's just a little that bit about that. That is really sexy too. Woo! <laughs> you gotta love a sexy God. Wee! Absolutely, absolutely. I never thought of him that way. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks a lot, yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, sorry. We were talking about, you know, the tree of life, you know, and so I also work with the tree, you know, of life in, in, in my work when I do shamanic stuff as well. Right. And it's the same, it's, it's the same thing. And we connect to the earth, we connect to the stars, we are the tree, right. So it's about connecting back into who you are, but also your relationship with, you know, with the tree, with your past, with, with, with the, with the stars, the star families, and with your future at, at the same time, we are always evolving, right? We're always evolving. And that's why we are here to evolve, right? And to know who we are. So. Totally, totally. Well, and again, it, see, pulling in our conversation with Shiva, why do we mention it? Shiva, Buddha, what are they always pictured? Sitting underneath trees, gaining mm -hmm. wisdom. Mm -hmm. Again, there's that reference to the tree of life. It's everywhere. When you start looking at it, it just it jumps out at you. And that's what I started noticing everywhere. I'm like, holy cow, it's everywhere. It's instead of seeing it separate in this vision and this teaching and this Kabbalah tree of life and all that, I just started realizing it's all the same. We're all connected. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, that's it. That's that vehicle to access that wisdom. It's us. It's helping us to become centered because that's part of our problem is when we get too caught up in the past or we get too fearful of the future, we get too high up or too low down, we need to always come back to center. So that hugging that tree and finding that heart, that's your heart chakra. That's the center of you. So if you can stay heart centered, regardless of what storm, fear, anxiety, craziness that's happening in politics or the world, you will always feel yourself coming back to your heart center and feel grounded in the moment. And that's what helps you from keeping yourself getting unbalanced. When we're around people that are toxic, sometimes our media, what we're listening to, and we kind of don't know what we should do, it's because you've, you've gotten out of your heart center. Mm -hmm. So again, using that tree, hugging it, coming back to that heart center and being balanced, this can really help you to make the best informed decision on how to do your health care, what's next on your spiritual path, even balancing your taxes, which I'm getting ready for. So <laughs> it helps in both the mundane things and the spiritual things. And that's the big illusion is we think these things are separate. They're all yeah. interconnected, just like the tree and those roots. So again, really focus on that tree and focus on that heart center. It can really help you a lot. And if anything of what you heard today, I really hope that you realize that the work you're doing, you are affecting the light grid. You are part of that cord in that light grid, that net of light. And thank you. Thank you for all the work you've been doing, all the praying, all the tough things that you've been dealing with and moving through. You're not alone. Your courage and strength that you did to get through that actually gave other people courage and hope on their path too even unknown you actually brought light to them so just like those trees feeding each other and supporting each other we're supporting each other through this light grid and with us becoming more conscious it means that we can bring more light not only to all of us humans but to animals trees nature and of course mother earth because mother earth shifting from a planet of survival to a planet of love and this is a big part of that planet of love so thank you for being part of the planet of the love with me
Hmm, beautiful. Oh, I just love that. And, you know, as we're working on ourselves, we are out actually helping our ancestors and we're also helping our descendants. We actually are, whether, you know, whether they, anybody realizes it or not, all the work that we're doing is helping many, many, many people, you know, and so, you know, that's why the ancestors are coming forward. It's like, please help us, you know, let us clear this now finally, because we can't do it on our own. So please help us do it. Right. And so that's why the patterns are coming up. And, you know, we, of course, for those of us who have children and, you know, we want our children's lives to be better than our lives were. We want them to have more ease. We want them to have more uh, abundance, prosperity, and just thrive more, right? So of course, you know, so that's a part of, that's the, that, that was the main reason why I got into healing was so that I could make my children's lives better <laughs> than mine was. I wanted them to have more, more ease than I did, you know? So, um, yeah, but it's just, it's way more than that. We're, we're so connected to like everything and everyone, you know, the ancestors and the star families. And so, so we have a relationship with all of them and they have a relationship with us. So when we connect to them, we're actually strengthening that bond and that connection, that relationship. You know? Definitely, definitely. And that's magic. It's magic is created by relationships. So when you have a relationship with these beings, they flow through you and bring magic into your life and you flow through them and create magic in their lives. And that's something we, we take for granted yeah. is that our love and connection to our guides is actually helping them to evolve and bringing them light too. Yeah. So it flows both ways. So this is powerful to be able to connect those families together in one way. Way, that tree the tree is connecting all of it and that magic we create is for lack of a better word magical it's great <laughs> so yeah. yeah and i think all of us want that we want that sense of wonder and magic in our life and it never stops happening it's just we stop seeing it mm -hmm. so i think a lot of us are hungry ready to see it again to have that in our lives and that just sometimes takes a little bit investigating under the tree and the roots to see where the broken link may be or reaching out to that star family and remembering where you came from reconnecting to that light that love of that star family and for some of those they're a collective so when you get connected back into that collective star family it's like the song that starts singing through you and it's amazing that's why light language is so popular and really coming through what is light language it's the universal song it's the original song it's the original language we all talk about that on our planet that we all spoke the same language there's a lot of stories in the tribal people and even the the the, the story of babel is when the tower broke then the peoples lost their language what was that language that was the universal light language well it's coming back because we've healed the tree of life the main tree the connection point 2012 was when the tree of light was replanted to reconnect the hearts of the people so that's why Andromeda is here bringing unity because that tree is growing and we're reconnecting through that one language again hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah so if you'd like to work more with raven personally one-on-one -on -one, definitely 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 take a look at the package uh, again it's available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash raven three i highly recommend it Highly recommend it. So yeah, thank you so much, Raven. Thank you everybody for all your comments and questions and feedback. Oh my God, what an amazing, amazing process. I, you know, do it again. I, I would suggest you do it again, you know? So you can by, you know, go, going back, watching the video or listening to the podcast, you know, do it again and just feel that connection with your star family, with your ancestors, with that 
with with the tree of life with you you know so yeah beautiful <laughs> thank you raven <laughs> you're so welcome and thank you so much again just came through so strongly and thank you for thank you everybody in the community for listening and accepting and hearing this today because just you hearing it you've tapped into that energy and you brought that healing and i really feel that this spring equinox and of course fall equinox to everybody in the southern hemisphere but this shift of the balance point of our planet right now is huge we really mm -hmm. need to focus on this grid of light we really need to bring that light because it's time for us to stop the fear vibration and to really bring that illumination back so that we yeah. can move forward into the light so thank you everybody for everything you're doing illuminating all of our lives thank you for being part of my community beautiful thank you so much everyone until next time may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy peace love happiness prosperity and radiant health sending you all much love and blessings always bye for now